I'm Dante DiCario. You're listening to Lugnet's pregame. Today I'm joined with 2017 Baseball Hall of Fame inductee Tim Raines and a special assistant to the Blue Jays organization. Tim, what does your, con- your job consist of in the Blue Jays organization? Well, primarily special assignments. I would, uh, I would go to different affiliations and uh, work with individual players uh, on certain aspects of the game, uh, primarily outfield work and base running. So uh, there are some guys that are doing well or not doing well at the base running uh, position. Uh, I would go in and, and, and try to lend a hand and try to get them going in the right direction. The same as outfielders. I mean, I don't, I don't deal with infielders. I don't deal with catchers. Uh, but my, um, my specialty is base running and outfield. So now that you come to Lansing, are you here to help out Reggie Pruitt, Chavez Young, and some of the other outfielders on this Lugnuts team? Well, that yeah, that is true. Uh, not so much in the outfield work, but more on the base on the base path, uh, as well as um, uh, second baseman. Um, he's leading the team in, in stolen bases. <laughs> Um, you know, he's a, he's a guy that I will work with as well. He's one of the few infielders that I work with because he has the speed. But yeah. uh, it's uh, it's a situation of just trying to keep guys on pace. Uh, you know, they're down at a lower level um, uh, in the organization, but uh, we want to try to get them going on a fast track and get them prepared once they move up to the next level. Now, Tim, I just found out this stat. The Lansing Lugnuts with 163 stolen bases this year leads all of minor league baseball, AAA all the way down to Class A. How impressed are you from what you've seen in the first two days here with the team's base running? Well, very impressed. You know, very impressed with uh, speed. We don't have a lot of speed in the organization, but but the speed that we have, especially here in uh, Lansing, uh, it's been very effective. And uh, as you've seen all year, the way they play the game, uh, it's, it's a game changer. You know when. When you have speed on the base path, it, it put a lot of pressure on defenses, put a lot of pressure on pitchers and catchers, middle infielders and outfielders. So it, it changes the game. And I think uh, the lug nuggets is really showing uh, the effects of, of, of speed and, 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 and using it uh, effectively. Now, have you been throughout every single level in the Blue Jays organization from AAA down? Not, not this year. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't worked with anybody in AAA. I haven't worked with anybody in AA, but I work with all the other affiliates. Uh, usually, once you get to those levels, you, you should kind of know <laughs> pretty much all you need to know. Uh, you're, you're a hip and a, and, a, and a skip away from to the big league. So uh, if you don't have that down pat by now, uh, obviously you shouldn't be in those, those affiliates. But uh, we, have, we have some players that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, I continue to work with uh, at, at those levels, but uh, they're doing a very good job this year as well. And, uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm used primarily for the younger guys and uh, to try to get them going in the right direction. So who's the fastest guy that you've seen so far in this Blue Jays organization? Well, Pruitt probably is, is the fastest, uh, probably more experience than, than, than the other guys. I think uh, the work that I put in with him has definitely been starting to pay off. I think his only problem is staying on the field. So, uh, But as far as you know, the work that he's put in over the years, um, the work that he's put in during games, uh, it's definitely playing, playing a big role. Now you're one of the best stolen base guys in all of Major League history. So what is the key in your eyes to stealing the base just in general? 
Well, I think the more inf information you know about your opponent, um, uh, the more information you know about pitchers, catchers, uh, way pitchers pitch, uh, knowing the catcher, you know, if he's going to throw a lot of fastball, what he call breaking balls with, with them on uh, the base path. But also knowing the speed from from the pitcher's start his motion to when the catcher is, is in the catcher's hand. So gathering all that information, knowing uh, what a guy's going to do before he does it, uh, plays a big role. It's not just get out there and take off because of your speed. I think a lot of times it's knowing when to go, uh, knowing uh, that when you do go, your chances of making it better than 80 or 90 percent. And uh, and being aggressive, you know, being aggressive, being a little cocky, but uh, also uh, being aggressive and trying to take advantage of the speed that you have. That because it's it's definitely a weapon that uh, that helps your offense, uh, puts pressure on defense. But it, uh, it's something that uh, gave me an opportunity to be a Hall of Fame player. So I'm here with Toronto Blue Jays Special Assistant Tim Raines. And Tim, you were inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2017. How does that sound, Hall of Famer? Oh my God. I know um, it took me 10 years. Uh, I, I waited a long time, but uh, nothing is, is as sweeter than, than those three letters before your name. You know, it's, it's not something that, you know, you start at the little, little league level. Um, you know, fortunately, I, I never thought that I would be a major league ball player. But uh, since day one that I, I, I signed to play with the Montreal Expos, uh, I gave it everything I had. And, and God gave me the talent to do the things that I was able to do as a ball player. And uh, it's very, very gratifying to know that all the work that you put in uh, was able to have been paid off. What do you think helped the most with you getting into the Hall of Fame over those 10 years? Well, I think, I think uh, you know, analytics played a big role. I think analytics is, is really big today. Uh, the way you look at all the stats as far as, you know, on-base percentage, uh, run score, uh, not so much how many hits you get, but how many runs you score and, and how effective you are on the base pass and how effective you are against, you know, opposing ball clubs. I think when the sports writers saw how effective I was throughout my career, it, it played a big role. You know, a lot of that information wasn't uh, wasn't there, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, and the more information you get from, you know, what a guy did in his career plays a big role. How about what Jonah did to help you out, try to get you into the Hall of Fame for all those years? And that's where it came from. Jonah Carey was the guy that really uh, put it out there for me. You know, if it wasn't for him, I'm not sure if, if, if I would be saying that I'm a Hall of Famer. Uh, he, he really put uh, the information out there for all the sports writers to see. Uh, he really showed how effective I was throughout my career. Uh, and again, uh, as I, as I, in my speech, I said he, he played a big role in, in not only just him, but um, there was a lot of other Hall of Fame players that came to my defense as well about being in the Hall. Here at Toronto Blue Jays Special Assistant and now a Hall of Famer, Tim Raines. When you were first asked to join the Blue Jays organization and you come to your first minor league camp to spring training, what type of impact did you think you would have on these young players? Well, I'm not sure. Players today don't really know that much about the game. You know, <laughs> they don't know the history of the game, so I had to try to explain who the heck I was. When I, first got <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a Hall of Famer at the time either. No. So uh, Good player still. 
Yeah, so, you know, trying to trying to get that information out of what kind of player I was. And I think once they, they kind of got to know me, got to know what I was all about, what I was there to do, uh, it made things so much easier because, you know, I'm one of those guys, I like to have fun, yeah. uh, but I work, I work, I make sure the guys get their work in, but I have fun doing that. So uh, it, it took a while for, for, for guys to kind of feel like, you know, this guy played baseball, but... Uh, but it's been a lot of fun, though. It's been a lot of fun since day one. Uh, it's, it's, it's been it's been a, a, a nice and, and a fun run, and, and hopefully I continue to be here for a while because you know I put a lot of years in with a lot of these players that have uh, been going through this organization, and uh, a lot of guys are starting to do what they need to do to try to get that opportunity to be a major league player. So let me ask you about playing in Montreal for the Expos. You spent 13 seasons there. What did you like about the city, the fan base, and just playing in Canada? Uh, couldn't have been better for a young guy from from Sanford, Florida. Uh, you know, one it was tough trying to figure out the language. I still can't <laughs> speak the language, but um, they um, they welcomed me. I mean, from day one um, as a player and uh, as a Montrealer. You know, even though I didn't really speak the language, I mean, they came to the ballpark every day. They cheered me on, and I think. They are partly the reason why I became the player that I became because they enjoyed me doing what I did on the field and I made sure that I tried to do whatever I could for them to enjoy the things that I had to do. And I think it, it played a big role. So I grew up in Ottawa, which is just about an hour and a half from Montreal. And everybody in Ottawa, always Montreal Expos fans, everybody always talked about you. What type of impact did you think you had on other cities outside of Montreal, whether it's Ottawa, whether it's Toronto or other cities across Canada? Well, I, you know, in Canada, we were, there was two teams. There was Montreal and there was Toronto. And, you know, I, I, I know uh, the time that I was there, I spent in Montreal. I knew they hated Toronto people. And the people from Toronto <laughs> hated Montreal people. So uh, you, were either, you were either one fan or the other. You yeah. could be a fan of both. But uh, it's unfortunate that Montreal no longer have a team. And now everybody is a Toronto fan. But um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't really know how far it went when it came to who, which team, you know, yeah. the other Canadians rooted for. But, you know, from my experiences of, of being around other towns other than Montreal and Toronto, I noticed uh, that Montreal was pretty big. I mean, my, we was the first team before Toronto came. So, exactly. obviously, there might have been a lot more Montreal fans before Toronto fans, but... Um, I just think Canadians love their teams, yeah. regardless of you know where they are. It doesn't necessarily mean everybody has to like one team, but if they like you, they'll, they'll like you forever. So I know you probably get asked this question a lot, Tim, but do you think Montreal will get a team, or do you think they should get a team back? I really believe so, they, and they really do. They deserve a team. Uh, I, I felt like uh, it was wrong that what happened to them. It wasn't really the fans' fault that you know Montreal lost. Uh, their franchise, and you know, I'm gonna I'm go on the record and say that um, there's two teams gonna be in the in the, in, the, in professional baseball coming here pretty soon. I'm not sure when it's gonna happen, and I really believe Montreal is gonna be one of those teams. So let me ask you about Ottawa. I believe it was 2001. You go down for a rehab stint with the Ottawa Lynx, who no longer exists anymore. Now there's an independent team in Ottawa, and you got to play alongside your son. What was that moment like? Oh, it's kind of like one of the biggest moments of my career, yeah. you know, even though it was at the minor league level. 
uh, I was down on rehab, and uh, he was playing with the Orioles, and um, we were playing against the Orioles, and I got an opportunity to play against him. Uh, we actually didn't play together at that time. Well, actually, I ended up being traded to Baltimore later yes. in that year, so that was a situation where I played against him and played with him in the same year. <laughs> and uh, it was unbelievable, though. I remember in Baltimore playing left field, and he was playing center. Uh, probably the most emotional I've ever got on the baseball field because uh, it was it, it's nothing that we ever dreamed about. Uh, I just felt like as a player, as a major league player, you want to play the game as long as you can, but you don't know if your kid's going to be good enough or get there fast enough for you to hang around to get that opportunity. But um, it was a, it was a special it was a special night. Uh, that first night we played together. And it's uh, something that I think the both of us will never forget. And we're part of history now. You know, there's only been two father-son combinations to play on the same team and play in the same field together. Uh, and that's the Rangers and the uh, Griffies. So wow. It's something that uh, I think the both of us are very proud of. Tim, I know you only spent a few games with the Ottawa Lynx, but what do you remember about playing in that stadium and playing in that city? Well, you know, just playing in Montreal. I mean, playing in Montreal, playing in Canada, really. Uh, uh, you know, I always felt like I'm part Canadian uh, <laughs> because of it. But uh, I remember, you know, uh, Ottawa fans uh, kind of enjoyed watching the both of us go at each other. <laughs> uh, I think the first game that we were supposed to play against each other got rained out, so we ended up playing a double hitter the next day. So they got to see two games in one day. but. Uh, it was a lot of fun, you know. One, it was fun uh, to play against my son, but it was also fun to play in another city uh, outside of Montreal or Toronto uh, to see what uh, baseball fans were like somewhere else. Now, how often do you go back to Ottawa, or how, how much time do you spend there? Well, not as much as my wife would, would, would want me to, but uh, my wife is from Ottawa, the Ottawa area, yeah. and, uh, you know, we haven't gone back a lot, uh, but I think um, as as the, the years go on, we'll probably start going back more than, than normal. Um, but but I love going back there. I mean, I spent a couple of winters there uh, before we got married, right around that time, and um, didn't like the winters too much. But uh, I, I enjoyed living there. I mean, getting to know her her family and her friends and. People in, in the Iron Prior area. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of enjoy going back there. Tim, thanks for the time. Thanks for having me.